Good morning and welcome to Holy Trinity for this virtual Eucharist as we are the virtual body of Christ spread across the city, the country, and indeed the world. Our welcome is to whoever you are, wherever you are on your spiritual journey. However you're feeling today about your life, the world, whatever feelings that you carry, you are also welcome, whatever the color of your skin or ethnic background, whoever you love or marry, your gender identity, how you vote, how you see the world. And in addition to that welcome, Holy Trinity stands firmly against all forms of oppression and the ways that we harm one another through hate and through prejudice for all kinds of reasons. Our race, our creed, our religion, the color of our skin, our political, of, political beliefs as well. Today's readings have to do with breath and the breath of life and the breath of God. So I invite each of us now in these times of uncertainty and stress to join me in taking three deep breaths together. If you've not yet found the bulletin link so that you can follow along in another window, it is listed in yesterday's e-news at the top of the page listing the events for today. It is on our website if you go to the top and follow the links there. And it is also on Facebook. The link will allow you to see the texts, to sing, to uh, follow with the words as well. And now for just a bit of Zoom orientation, which is good for us to do each week, we have muted all of you, but the mute button you should know is down in the bot for most of us, I believe, in the bottom left-hand corner, the bottom left-hand corner. And there'll be a few times that we will invite you to unmute yourself when we say the Lord's Prayer together or you list names you'd like to remember us in prayer. And of course, when we do our virtual coffee hour following worship. The other thing that's really fun about this is being able to see each other. Now I realize that some of you just got up and you may have what we would call a morning view and you don't want us to see you. And of course we will respect that. And others of you have technology where that's not possible. You're listening online, but it is also really cool. You're only gonna be seen in the tiniest bit. And for fun now, even if some of you'd like to keep your video off for most of the service, if you're willing, right in the bottom left-hand corner, I invite you to do start video now. And so we can see as many of you as possible. And if you go to the top of the page, you'll be able to see um, a gallery view, top right-hand corner, gallery view. And you can see thumbnails like Hollywood Squares or the Brady Bunch. You can scroll from page to page. Let's just do that now and say good morning to each other. Good morning and wave. Isn't this amazing? Scroll through the pages and see who's on today. Truly awesome. Just take a look. This is as important as anything to see who we're together with. Zoom allows us to do those wave again. Thank you for turning on your, some of you that might've been shy, I thank you for turning on your video today and letting us see you in because God accepts us even as we look early in the morning as well. All right, so most of the service, you'll probably want to be back on speaker view, though occasionally you might wanna to go to gallery view. So speaker view will enable you to see the, the full view of the person speaking, and that's the way the recording will be as well. We are now ready to begin our worship with our hymn, Precious Lord, Take My Hand. Precious 
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Almighty God, your son came into the world to free us from sin and death. Breathe upon us the power of your spirit, that we may be raised to new life in Christ and serve you in righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and the Lord brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. The Lord led me all around them. There were very many laying in the valley, and they were very dry. The Lord said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then the Lord said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded and I prophesied suddenly there was a noise, a rattling and the bones came together, the bone to its bone. I looked and there were sinews on them and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then the Lord said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as the Lord commanded me. And the breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood on their feet, a vast multitude. And the Lord said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost, and we are cut off completely. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live and I will place on your own soil then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God.
reading from Romans. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot, and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit since the spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Let your steadfast love come to us, O Lord. Save us as you promised, we will trust you. gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Judeans were just now trying to stone you, and you're going there again. Jesus answered, 
are there not 12 hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Then Jesus arrived. He found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away. And many of the Judeans had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Your brother will rise again. I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Judeans, who were with her in the house consoling her, saw Mary get up and quickly go out. They followed her because they thought she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Judeans who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus began to weep. So the Judeans said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with straps of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the Judeans, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
Well, it's hard to believe, but it's only been one week since the stay-at-home ordinance went into effect in Illinois. I actually had to Google that to make sure that I had it right since I feel like I've lost all track of time. And I never really had a good concept of time even before this, but I'll say this stay-at-home ordinance has really thrown me for even more of a loop than normal. And it's not just me. I saw a meme that was posted by our MIC seminarian, Sarah Prolak, that said, for those who have lost track, today is Blur's Day, the 14th of April A. So if it's being memed, that is confirmation to me that I'm not the only one who's feeling this way. Other people are experiencing it too. And I'm not gonna lie though, I felt that meme on a spiritual level. But all jokes aside, beyond our sense of time, just being completely thrown off. There have been even greater challenges faced by many. Hours at work have been cut. Positions have been furloughed or eliminated altogether. Or in some cases, there are those of us with jobs still, but we may be in extended quarantine and our sick time is running out. Beyond that, many students are losing their places to live as college campuses are closing and moving virtually. Nurses who work in ICUs are separated from their families for fear that they'll bring the virus home from work with them. And parents that I've heard from are working from home, also trying to care for their children and homeschool them all at the same time. And for many of us, just even the news cycle and the rising death toll from COVID-19 has us all longing for any sign of hope. So maybe the posture of our spirits this morning is not one of full-throated praise. Maybe it's more like it says in today's psalm, Psalm 130, where we are coming to worship today, crying out to the Lord out of the depths. And you should know that however you find yourself this morning, whatever emotional and spiritual posture you find yourself in, I want to tell you that you are valid and you are good. We are all experiencing so much right now. So if you just need to lay it all on God, by all means, God can hold it. Because if we don't have a place to lay down our burdens and cry out when we find ourselves in the depths, then our spirits will become disturbed. I know that over the course of this past week, I've noticed the disturbance in my own spirit, especially whenever I've felt the rush to judgment about what others may or may not be doing in response to this pandemic. And even though the gravity of this situation has at times brought out the worst in me, I found great comfort this week when I read our gospel and I read that Jesus too was greatly disturbed in his own spirit. It says in John, when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. I don't know. There's just something so comforting to me about knowing that Jesus knows what we are going through. And if we dig even a bit more into this, where it says that Jesus's spirit was greatly disturbed, that same word for spirit in our reading from Ezekiel is translated as breath, where God tells Ezekiel to prophesy to the breath. Similarly, the Greek word translated as spirit in Romans can also be understood to mean breath. So in other words, we could understand the line that Jesus was not only disturbed in spirit, but in breath. The death of Lazarus disturbed Jesus's breath, or as we might say, it took his breath away. <clears throat> There's been so much to grieve lately that I'm sure we've all had moments where our own breath has been taken away like Jesus's was at the death of his friend Lazarus. And with COVID-19 being a virus that literally takes people's ability to breathe away from them, I think Ezekiel's command from God to prophesy to the breath takes on an entirely new meaning for us in this moment we find ourselves. So while we cry out from, to God from the depths, 
we are comforted here today by Jesus who is close to our pain. And we hear a command back from God to prophesy to the breast. But what does that even mean? What does it look like to prophesy to the breath? For many of us, this has meant staying at home, doing nothing, so that we don't contract or transmit the COVID-19 virus to others. For others, it has looked like calling on our elected leaders to protect the breath of our nurses, to provide them with adequate personal protective equipment as they put themselves on the front line of this pandemic. I know that for me personally, prophesying to the breath this week has meant doing both of those things, as well as doing breath work through my practice of yoga. And as I've been separated from the yoga studio that I normally go to, I was grateful that Holy Trinity member Erica Bohach had recorded and posted a video of a yoga session that she had done to our Community Life Facebook page. And I've done her video now three times this week, and I plan to do it again this afternoon. And it's that breath work that has really helped me to prophesy to the breath over the course of this stay-at-home ordinance. And it's really something, how important our breath is, and yet how easily it can just become something that we do unconsciously or without any intention. But prophesying to the breath it means honoring the breath in us and in others as nothing short of the living spirit of God filling us and flowing through us. This breath and this spirit, it's too precious to take for granted. So instead, let's prophesy to the breath like Ezekiel did and watch as the dead and dry things in and around us come to life. In his book, just Jesus, Walter Wink reminds us how sacred breath is and how it connects us not only to one another, but to the first moment of creation. He says, all the matter in the universe derives from the Big Bang, or better, the Big Breath. And each breath we breathe contains a quadrillion atoms. More than a million of these atoms have been breathed personally, sometime by each and every person on earth. We are all one breath, he says. We are all one breath. So whether it's being intentional about our own breath work or doing everything in our power to defend and protect the breath of others or of this planet, we are prophesying to the breath. And maybe we feel so much grief right now because in this moment when COVID-19 is causing the loss of breath in our siblings, we also feel a loss of our own breath since we are one breath. And that's a lot to hold. And the disturbances to our spirit and the moments that have taken our breath away, they are real. There is no minimizing that. But even in our most breathless depths, let us also not minimize the love that is still all around us to be experienced. No doubt that this has been one heck of a first week of staying at home. But I do want to testify about a moment of real love that reminded me of God's presence in my own life this week. And it happened right here in my apartment from the comfort of my own couch. And that's where I've been posting up for much of the time because it allows me to get work done while still sitting in close proximity to my record player. And that has resulted in me keeping records spinning for much of the work day. And this week I was listening to one of my favorite albums and I had a lovely breathtaking moment. And maybe it's because of this pandemic and all the feelings that are at the surface for me, but I had this moment where I felt like I heard a lyric for the first time, even though I had heard it many times before. And since I'm at home preaching this sermon, I'm actually just going to take you on a quick tour. And I'm going to play it for you rather than telling you about it, because I think the artist can just do it better than I ever could. So we're going to walk over here to my record player. And as you can see, I'm going to flip my screen. I have uh, my record set up here. And you can see the record that I was listening to. It's here, 2014, Forest Hills Drive by hip-hop artist J. Cole. And this song that I was listening to, it's a, 
song that I would normally probably otherwise just overlook. It's the outro track to the album. It's called Note to Self. And the song is a majority of just him giving credits and thanks to all the contributors on the album. But there is one line in the song that he sings right before he gets to all the credits. And I've got it queued up. So I'm just going to turn on my record player and have you listen to it. So I hope you could hear that. I know it might have been hard to hear with the Zoom sound that we've been wrestling with, but the line that J. Cole sings in that song says this, I've got a feeling that there's something more, something that holds us together, something that holds us together. I've got a feeling, but I can't be sure. Something that's old as forever, something that's old as forever. And then his background singers come in and they repeat the word, love four times in a row. In this one line of this song, J. Cole prophesized the breath by using the words of his lungs to speak to the ultimate truth that even in our depths, there's something more that holds us together, something that's old as forever. And that thing is love. It's not in short supply right now. I think the death and suffering that COVID-19 is causing might take our breath away and cause us to weep like Jesus did. But out of his love for us, Jesus brings life to to dead and dry things. Life out of love is the same love that holds us together and holds us together personally when it feels like we're hitting rock bottom and falling apart at the seams. So as these weeks continue, let us prophesy to the breath by maximizing, not minimizing, the love all around us, the spirit of the living God. And let us remind ourselves and others when we forget about the love that holds us together all as one. Amen.
Returning to our baptism, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us confess our sins in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us renew us and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. such a joy and a privilege and a gift to be united virtually this morning. A few announcements as listed in the bulletin 
If you would like to make a special contribution to the Elvina Moan Social Justice Fund, uh, there's information there and you can do that online. This fund will help us with emergency needs in our community during these days and months ahead. Also, next Sunday is the beginning of Holy Week, Palm Sunday, Sunday of the Passion. It's time to think creatively how you might have palms for yourself next week. And there are many ways that you might think about that. One is you might find a, an evergreen branch outside or a budding branch outside that you could snip somewhere. Maybe you have a little bit of a plant that you might prune in your condo or apartment or home next week. And also we'll be sending out a way that if you have a green color or marker, you could color a palm that you can hold up for the procession. So we'll be very creative with that. This coming Wednesday at 10 a.m., if you are free and many of you might be, please join us for a special Zoom forum with Carol Hurd. The title is, What Does Muhammad Have to Do with Martin Luther? And I will interview Carol about her 60-year journey of interfaith relations and dialogue. It'll be a wonderful time. Uh, we'd like you to register so we know how many will be attending. Uh, and there is a link that you can do from our e-news yesterday and also on our webpage. Please do that by Tuesday noon if you'd like to join our forum this coming Wednesday at 10 o'clock a.m. Also, as we mentioned last week, if you would like a uh, pastoral Zoom chat with one of the three pastors, please let us know. We would love to have a check-in with you. Uh, the Triduum, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Vigil, our services will be at 7.30 p.m. through Zoom, and there'll be more information about that um, next week. It is now time for a virtual sharing of the peace. We, of course, can't touch, and we can't hug, and we can't kiss, but we can blow a kiss, and we can bow, and we can wave, can put our hand on our heart. So this is the time that I would like you, if you're willing, to un- well, not, maybe not to unmute yourself, but to turn on your video at the bottom um, left-hand corner and go into gallery view at the top uh, right-hand corner so that we can see everyone. And let's, before we get there, the peace of the Lord be with you always. And also, also with you. you. Let's wave. Blow kisses, on heart, peace. Scroll through all the pages. You can see everyone. Peace. Peace. And now if you've muted yourself or unmuted, please mute again and we will continue with the prayers. <clears throat> Praying in our homes and together in the spirit, let us pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need, responding to each petition with the words, O Lord, hear my voice. Come to the church, O saving God, even when we cannot assemble together. Bind your faithful people into one body. Breathe your spirit of life into the global church. That despite our valley of dry bones, we may rise to praise your name. And our virtual, virtual contacts make each of us into signs of baptismal hope and your merciful might. Receive the prayers of your family, O God. O Lord, hear my voice. Come to the earth, O nurturing God. Use this time when human activity is diminished to restore polluted lands and waterways and to protect endangered plants and animals. Preserve us from natural disasters. Bring all things to new life. Receive the prayers of your family, O God. O Lord, hear my voice. Come to the nations and their leaders, O God of peace. Lead the world away from war and violence. Guide those in authority to provide for those in dire need of humanitarian relief. 
direct our president and other heads of government to deal appropriately in the face of agony of citizens and point them toward useful means of combating this plague. Receive the prayers of your family, O God. O Lord, hear my voice. Come wherever the coronavirus has struck, O compassionate God. Be present to all who mourn their dead, all who have contracted the virus, those who are quarantined or stranded away from home, those who have lost employment, children who cannot assemble for school, and parents with needs for child care. Visit physicians, nurses, home health aides, hospitals and clinics, medical researchers, and the Center for Disease Control. Receive the prayers of your family, O God. O Lord, hear my voice. Come to all in need, O healing God. Unbind all who are held captive by anxiety, despair, or pain. Comfort those around the world who cannot bury their dead. House the homeless in safe places. Show us how to provide some assistance to those who suffer. Accompany those who seek care in overwhelmed hospitals and clinics. Remember those we name before you, especially those we name at this time. You are welcome to unmute to name particular persons and then un then mute yourselves again. Larry. From the ways of these. Anna. Corey. Those suffering Angela. from severe weather. Laura. My daughter, Lynette. For Ray. For Anna. Rhonda. Larry. For Mia. My daughter, Lynette. Receive these prayers of your family, O God. O Lord, hear my voice. Out of our depths we cry to you, O loving God. Receive our sorrows and our fears. Hear the petitions of our hearts. Receive the prayers of your family, O God. O Lord, hear my voice. You, O God, are our resurrection and our life. We remember before you all who have died in the faith, especially this week, Hans Nielsen Haugi, John Don, Benedict the African, and the victims of the coronavirus. At the end, bring us all, bring us and all our beloved dead to see your glory forever. Receive the prayers of your family, O God. O Lord, hear my voice. Into your hands, almighty God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, faithful and compassionate God, our living water and our merciful guide. Together with rivers and seas, wells and springs, we bless and magnify you. From the dust of the earth, you formed us in your image and called us to walk in your ways. Turning from you, we wandered far away, yet your mercy and love are everlasting. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. After 40 days and nights of rain, you brought Noah and his family to safety. For 40 years, you led your people Israel through the desert, provided them water from the rock, and brought them to the promised land. For 40 days, your son fasted, struggled, and prayed in the wilderness. We praise you for Christ, our rock and our water, who joined us in our desert, pouring out his life for the world. 
Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. Strengthen us with your life-giving spirit. Wash away our sin that we may be revived for our journey by the love of Christ. Remind us of our baptismal calling that we may live as the body of Christ for our suffering world. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Bring us at last to the eternal spring where in the garden of paradise we sing your praise around the holy cross, the tree of life. Through Christ in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. If you are willing, we now invite you to unmute for the Lord's Prayer and use a gesture of open hands. The experience shows that if you say it rather softly, we'll be able to both speak and hear others. God's tender motherly care, let us pray as Jesus taught us. For our Father, who art in heaven, kingdom come, be done, as it is today our daily bread, us our sins, we forgive those who sin against us, of trial, the kingdoms, the power, the glory are yours, and the Please now mute yourself again. Now and forever. Please now mute yourself again for the remainder of the liturgy. May Christ, who calls you to take up your cross, give you strength to bear your own and one another's burdens. May God bless you now and forever. In the strong name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen.
Go in peace, remember the poor. Thanks be to God.